Hello, everyone. So today I was planning to zip up the vitals, check stuff we were talking about the past few episodes, and talk through kind of like a vitals follow-up plan. It's good to understand how that works. And it's great to be thinking about them. And But at the end of the day, if nothing happens, if you don't do anything about it, it's actually not great. Until you start to take steps forward, it's not of any value to you. I thought it would be helpful to talk about what it might look like from an actual execution standpoint. What are the steps to be thinking about? How do you start to take steps forward with this or apply it and start to make some progress? Because that's really what it's about is making progress. So before we jump into it, we'll do a quick review of the vitals. So first one we went over was clarifying values. So what's most important? What are your goals? Where do you want to go? That's definitely the most, the reason it's first is it's the most important thing. It's going to drive how you decide which direction to take this. And it's how you personalize things. So it's definitely huge. Second vital was understanding your savings, spending, giving ratio, basically where your money's going. That's a big deal. Not only understanding where it's going, but also understanding where you would like it to go because it's not always in alignment. I guess for all of us, it's never in perfect alignment. Understanding where it is today and then also starting to understand where you would like it to go. And then the third vital was monitoring net worth. So what are your assets minus liabilities? That's your net worth. How's it changing over time? What's your debt to income ratio? What's your, how much debt do you have in, in total? How is it progressing over time? So that's net worth vital. And then the fourth was having a safety net check. And that gets in, do you have enough insurance? Do you have enough cash reserves in the event of unexpected type stuff? So that's kind of like your worst case scenario check. And then the last one was having an investment plan. And so that's just regularly, first of all, what's the plan for investments and then having some sort of regular check on that. So each of them, each of these are really important and they can become more important depending on where you're at in life. Like early on, it's usually like the investment plan is kind of important, but it's not usually like the highest priority because you don't really have a lot of investments. It's more about like save, spend, give ratio. Like the second vital is huge for everybody that's young. That's like huge just because you got to have, you got to build wealth from something. And that's where it comes from. The first vital is important for everybody. But the last few, like if you're financially independent, the fourth vital, like safety net is less important because you can, your safety net is your wealth. And that's what financial independence, it's not safety net for everything, but it covers a lot of those unexpected circumstances just in itself. So how do we bring all these together? It's kind of like, you know, health vitals, you don't health vitals, you don't, you kind of got to look at the whole picture and also look at the individual's circumstances and history and goals. And that's really where you start to you know, come up with a game plan and customize it. So the key though, is first of all, tracking, having some sort of vitals you check and tracking them over time. We've already talked about that in the past episodes, but the, the, the next big part is how are you measuring success? So, and that's a lot of value. So that first vital, we need to know where you want to go, what's most important. And that's how we should be measuring success with all these things. The big net worth, having a fast growing net worth could be good, but like that doesn't equate to happiness always. Ide really where you get happiness is when your values are in alignment with your actions. 
And that happens, only happens when you understand these values and you're checking, keeping an eye on the actions and being intentional about pulling those two things together. That's what we're after here. So let the big takeaway, I think the most important thing is letting your values be the measuring stick. That's how you start to customize these things. And that's how you start to say, okay, what is my next step? If you've ever hung out with financial planners like myself or asked, you know, questions, we're notorious for being like, yeah, it depends. We say it depends to everything financially that comes up, but that's really because we're trained in the values-based planning. And when you're really doing good planning, it, it does depend. It depends on what's most important to you. I can't tell you if XYZ is a good move financially until I know like where you want to take all this, what's the purpose of the money, what's most important to you, because that's the measuring stick. So I'll throw out some examples of this. Maybe your one of your values, and, and we talked about this in the first vital check. So if you want to dig into this more, definitely go back and check that out. But we'll hit on some examples again today. So let's say your a big value is, is generosity and family time, maybe. Maybe your goal for that is starting to give more charitably and uh, maybe not work quite as much or like at least watch your time and make sure you're not balanced and spending more time at home. And so in that scenario, it might be that you're growing your net worth really fast and that's the problem. And maybe your savings ratio is really high and you're making a lot of money, but that's the problem too, because say you're, um, not giving anything and you're working 80 hours a week, but going back to your values, the problem is that you say your values are family time and generosity, but like your actions are not in alignment with that. And so when I say that, it sounds like obvious, this is obvious stuff, but the key is like going through the exercise of really what are my values? It's, it's not something most people think about every day. So going through that, and that's why these are important. We'll circle back to a little bit more of a specific plan for doing this, but we're starting big picture. So that's an example where maybe growing your net worth is not always going to be in alignment with your values. It might need to be that you grow it slower or give more money, which will always, you know, slow down your net worth growth. Or maybe you're having your first child and you're like covering my family, like taking care of my family is number one. That's a common one is just like financially making sure my family is taken care of. That scenario, like if that's the key, that's the number one, that's like the big value. In that scenario, safety net really tends to move up the list. And maybe you don't need to, maybe in this phase of your life, say you're in training early on and income is, you know, going to go up in the future, but it's still modest. Maybe safety net is, should be the highest priority. It's like getting insurance, like disability insurance or income or life insurance. A lot of times that should be the high priority. If taking care of your family in the, in all scenarios is most important, that tends to be the one to watch, look out for. So a good, I think what happens sometimes is maybe this all makes sense, but it's how do I know if I'm actually in alignment? I know what these vitals make sense and I get it. Obviously it makes sense to keep an eye on your finances, but like, how do I actually know if I'm in alignment? It doesn't feel like I'm in alignment or I'm not sure if I'm in alignment or I'm having trouble calculating if I'm in alignment. And so there's a bunch of different issues could, that could be happening there. First of all, if you're not tracking your 
vitals, then you got to start there. And that includes understanding your values. So if you don't know, know your values, you don't know where you want to go and you're not tracking some of these big vitals, that's number one. You got to start there. There's no way you're going to feel an alignment until you start doing that. And if you're not like excited about doing that, go find a financial planner. That's what we do. That's like our job is to track these vitals for people. That's, that's basically what we do for people is monitoring these types of things and telling them, Hey, reminder, like your vitals, you said this is most important, but we're getting off track there. So sometimes people just or need or want a third party to be more involved, but other people, maybe you're great kind of DIY in that. And, but the, the key is to have them in the first place. Other problems that can sometimes happen is maybe you resonate with that and you're like, yeah, I got it. Um, I'm, I'm doing it or I'm starting to do it, but I'm having trouble like knowing if my say, say it's vital number four, like safety net check. I'm having trouble knowing if I have enough, if my disability insurance ratio is good, or maybe it's the investment plan part. And you're like, okay, I got a plan, but I don't know if it's efficient. I just kind of Googled it and pulled something off the internet. So two thoughts on that, like Number one, that's usually a sign that you probably need to learn the topic more. So it's definitely going to be something to dedicate more time to that so, or get some books on it or something along those lines. So if, for example, there's all kinds of books on these things. So you can find a book on like how to create your investment plan, literally, and they'll give you some ideas of what to do and, um, or you can read about how to calculate how much life insurance you ha you should have or disability insurance. So that gets into the education component. So sometimes that's the issue is that financial literacy is not to the level yet to where you are going to feel confident. So you either have to learn it and there's plenty of nowadays. The good thing is it's all over the internet. You can find it easily. You just have to spend the time. So you got to put in the time and learn it, or you can hire help to shortcut it. So financial planners, we're not going to like teach you financial planner is not really going to, we educate partially, but we're not going to teach you how to do it. It's more like designed to be outsourcing lean. So we're going to help you do things more efficiently. And part of that is like trying to shortcut it, showing you like the most applicable, giving you advice on the best path forward for whatever given situation we're looking at other time you might feel out of alignment just simply because there's some like value clash happening especially if you're married that's often we see that come up it's you're not sure what the priority is or you have conflicting priorities so one spouse might want to go this way and another spouse might want to go that way and you haven't done the hard work yet of reconciling that or compromising that and so there's going to be some like tension around feeling like you're not on track and so you're you might be checking all these boxes we've talked about you might be clear on your values you might have a good system for tracking your vitals and you do it regularly but you still feel like there's some misalignment and you know pressure and you don't feel like you're quite on track and so that might be that situation can sometimes be like a like i mentioned spousal conflict and that's that's one of those, that's like an easy, hard thing. It's to have the conversation simple, but not always so simple to have the conversation. At the end of the day, that's what you have to do is have the conversation about the issue and make a compromise and give more than you 
always give more than you whatever your guts like saying you ought to give you you know double that and like compromise really is what i'm trying to say but so there's a lot of things that can make you feel like you're not in alignment and it, it really depends depends on what's going on in your situation now maybe maybe you are certain you're out of alignment that's uh, another so we were talking i'm I'm talking before i was talking about what if you're not sure you feel like you're doing you know pretty good but you're just not sure if you're on track what i'm talking about now is you're out of the line you're it doesn't take a rocket science you're like i got i'm definitely not going the right direction and this we need a change that's getting to that point that's actually a good thing as long as you are gonna take some action on it but the key is first of all if you're there that's great key is what action are you going to take to get back into alignment and is everybody committed so like both spouses have to be committed and typically it requires change because oftentimes you're out of alignment due to not great habits over a long period of time so you have to be on board with changing those habits these vitals will help you to shine the light on that so for sure you're out of alignment this checking your vitals regularly can be a regular way of saying okay you're making some progress but you're still still need some work here or maybe you've gotten back on track and you're you know solid now so the key though is taking action and i think tracking these is a small little step that'll help shine the light on it and the bigger step is in like the daily actions like the little stuff compounded like all the little daily decisions and I think that tends to come when you're aware of things and that's what the vitals. So the whole intent behind these is like better awareness, having a plan and better awareness. And so by measuring them or shining the light on them and making them more in the forefront, you're going to be more likely to be thinking about them on a daily basis, which is going to translate to your little decisions over time. If you're listening to this and you feel like you're out of alignment, you're already on the right track, start tracking them. Think about what's one small change you're going to make. If you're having trouble with the action part, like just come up with one little tiny step, like whatever small step it is. What is one step you're going to take today that is going to move you in the direction of better alignment with what's most important? And so maybe that's like getting some life insurance or something like that, or, or, measuring or reducing your spending ratio a little bit and making sure it gets saved or it could be anything but like the key is what is that for you and then now how do we track it which that's what these vitals are is let's look at it over time to make sure you're moving the right direction now hopefully all of you are in perfect alignment now that's up Obviously that's unrealistic. None of us are, but hopefully you're working towards like better alignment and you're in good alignment. If that's you, I would say be thankful. Um, that's important and give yourself a pat on the back and don't be like trying to get to the next level. Cause it's, you're already at a good level, like take it easy on yourself. And then also it's not on the flip side, I guess it's not like, um, I got this, I'm good. Finances, a lot of times people will say, I think that this whole like personal finance thing is like, let's get a game plan together and set it and forget it. That's not how it works. It never works that way. You can't just figure it out and then be done with it. It's always a lifelong thing. Even if you're rocking it, something's going to change and it's going to be challenging. 
if you don't have a challenge in your life, something's wrong. I, I don't know. I think on Facebook, we see people and we're like, they have the perfect life. But like in reality, people don't, there's challenge. Inevitably, things will move back the other direction if you're human. And so be thankful that you're in alignment now, but also realize that it's something you need to not just put on the shelf and not pay attention to. You'll, you'll always need to be checking this stuff over time, little check-ins over time and put it on, you're on a maintenance plan, but there's still some like regular activity to keep, you know, tabs of all this stuff. So that brings me to the next point. Oftentimes we get the question, like how often should I check all these things or how often should I be looking at them? Or if you're working with a financial planner, like how often are we looking at these things? And so. I think it's good to, this is what we do. And this is what I would recommend to you if you're doing this yourself. I think it's good to create like a calendar system for your finances so that you have like regular reminders. Now, if you're working with us, that's part of what we're going to do is we'll look at things every so often and alert you if there's issues, but I'll talk through what that might look like to give you guys an idea of maybe a starting point. So first vital values, I think that is good to look at annually or so. And I guess all these are good to look at if you have a big, huge change. So values is if everything's going on, on track, everything's as is not a big, you haven't had a big change. I think values are good to look at annually. Now, if you have a big change, it's good to look at it right around that change time. But annually is a good routine, maybe up to every two years if you have less going on, but that kind of annual routine, I think is good for values. And what I mean by review, if you haven't documented it, the first time is going to be a little harder, but get it on paper. What's most important? Where do you want to go with your finances? Like the big non-negotiables, write them down and prioritize them. And when you go put, I just literally would say, put a calendar invite or a calendar event in your calendar, if you have an electronic calendar, just do it a repeating annual event for whenever you happen to be doing it. Say it's now is a good time of year to be thinking about this is New Year's resolution time. So maybe it's now you, you do it today the first time and then you set a reminder next year, same date. And so when you review it, you just pull out that list you put up together this year and you just skim it and spouse needs to be involved. And then you just say, okay, what's changed here or are there any new things or are there any other things we want to work work towards or maybe what do we want to work towards this year or so it's a quick kind of goal settings and re review of values so that's an annual thing i think it's good to do that annually second vital save spend give ratio that is also i think another good one to do annually if this is a definitely an if big if you are feeling on track if you're Ratio is in alignment with what you think it should be. So if you're spending and saving and giving is in alignment with what you think it should be annually, I think is a good check-in period to look at that and review it and, and just double check. But I found that's probably one of the most common things that's out of alignment. So if you're not sure, or if you know it's out of alignment, I you have to ramp that up. I think it's better to do it more frequently depending on how out of alignment it is. If it's quite a bit out of alignment, I would say monthly. So that's where you're, and you could even take it to the level. You can get more detailed with this stuff. This is just a high level check, but looking at your, where your money's going each month 
is a very good exercise, especially if you feel like that particular vital is out of alignment. It's like your blood pressure. If your blood pressure is high, like start tracking it um, regularly, like monthly or weekly or however frequent. And that way you have a better pulse on it and you can see improvements sooner. So that's save, spend, give ratio. It really depends on how well aligned it is. The net worth vital, I think that's a good one. I think a general target is, say, semi-annually, or as is the case with all these, you might also want to do it when big changes are happening, but semi-annual is a pretty good kind of routine for that net worth. And that's where you just update all your assets, update the liabilities, date stamp it, and look at if there's anything that needs to be worked on. Safety net check. So the fourth one, I think that's a good one to do annually, maybe even every two years, especially if you're, uh, if you've got all your stuff in order, this one is going to depend a lot on like lifestyle and income. So let's say you're in training and you've gotten all your insurances where they need to be and you have a, a safety net of cash. So I would say your safety net vital is solid. So in that case, like if you're in training and your financial situation hadn't changed a lot and like you haven't your lifestyle hadn't changed a lot and not nothing big. Maybe you can wait two, three years or so to, to look at that. And you can do that less frequently versus if you're transitioning into practice, that's the other extreme incomes going up. Lifestyle oftentimes is going up. And so that typically completely changes how all that safety net stuff's going to work for you or even job changes like benefits change. So that's typically throws these out of whack. So. It's good to, so safety net is very much so dependent on what's going on change-wise, especially related to income and job and lifestyle. And every year to two years is good for general. And if stuff's not changing, but if big changes are happening, especially with those things, I would do it. The best time is shortly before that type change happens. And then the last one, investment plan, that's important to do quarterly. I think quarterly is a good routine for that. Or if the market is crazy, especially if you have larger investment balances, especially if you have taxable investment accounts, it's important to, you don't want to watch the market every day, like the stock market. If you have investments that get taxed that aren't, you know, tax sheltered, like retirement plans are tax sheltered. But if you have non-retirement investment accounts, it becomes even more important to keep a pulse on what's going on with the market so that you can you know, adjust things if need be to minimize taxation. But a, goal, a good rule of thumb is quarterly for investments. And so what that might consist of is just looking at your investment plan and doing a quick rebalance of those investments. And maybe it's even as simple as like you're in training and you're in a target retirement date fund and you don't even need to rebalance. You're just glancing at it and you're like, okay, it looks good. On the other hand, if you're like quite a bit along in practice and you have lots of assets, lots of accounts. It gets a little more intensive. It's that's typically going to require rebalancing, making sure everything's doing what it needs to do, making sure you're in alignment with your investment plan. So those are, I think those are good kind of scheduling wise or frequency wise targets for these to be thinking about. Another question people, you know, typically will say, are there other things? What other things do I need to be looking at besides this? First of all, start here. Don't get carried away. And even if you're having trouble with all these, start small, start with that. Maybe you start with values and save, spend, give ratio. That's a huge start, but don't get 
the cart ahead of the horse. Now you could come to a point where there definitely are other things you should be tracking. So there's, there's a million examples. It just, it depends on what the main vitals are. I think it's still good to have these as the, the key vitals, but there'll be stuff that kind of like you personally in your situation are going to need to keep tabs on, but it's going to, it's very much dependent on your situation. And there'll be other things like financially, like you need to look at education funding and make sure your college counselor, if you do, if you use those, make sure they're tracking the right direction. You need to make sure and look at business, any business related stuff. That's, there's a lot of financial stuff that ties into that. So there's definitely some other things outside of the scope of these kind of main vitals, but they're going to be very situational. Okay. So big takeaway here, come up with a plan to take action and get it on the calendar and start to get in that routine of checking these things and referring back to your values. So if you're, if you're DIY, you got to do that. You got to get it on the calendar. You got it. It's typical, this skinny DIY project. It's get out your calendar, put it on the calendar, get, make, get your spreadsheets created. Like, uh, we have some spreadsheets we can share. You can check some of them we've already shared in the prior episodes, get those in place, get it going and you're off to the races. Now, if you're working with uh, a financial planner, you can lean on them a lot, make sure they're helping do these. A lot of times they're doing these behind the scenes, for example, like the investment plan. We, most of our clients are like super busy and they're like, just, we want to make sure things are taken care of, but like, we would rather not have like a barrage of emails. And so we're not like telling them every single detail about what we do always, but they're getting taken care of. So like with investments, we're looking at that every single quarter. And a lot of times it's, everything's good. And we don't actually have to make changes that particular quarter for that particular person. So we're not going to fill up their inbox with an email that says, Hey, we looked at it and everything looks good. Um, so they might be doing things behind the scenes that you're not exactly aware of, but it would be, it doesn't hurt to ask about things or to see where they're at, or maybe they're not aware of certain things and you can bring that to their attention. But you can, the nice thing about that setup is you can lean on them for a lot of this stuff. But either way, the big thing is, as I mentioned several times, taking action. And I, I think if you can start to take action, it doesn't have to be perfect, but like this, the littlest step forward, I, I would try to focus on that. And that's how it starts. Take that little step and then get in the habit. And then you can really can go take this wherever direction it needs to go. Maybe you need to educate yourself and read up on things and you can make that a goal and add that. And the more knowledge you have, it's just going to make all this stuff easier and less time consuming, whatever direction it takes you. It always, you got to be taking that action. All right. That is it for today. I hope it's been helpful. As I mentioned, please uh, feel free to reach out with questions or if you have more specific topics, always welcome those. Hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll talk to you next time. Please know that anything I've said today in this podcast should not be considered advice. It is completely for educational and entertainment purposes only. It would be best to view me as just another guy talking about money on the internet. For advice, please consult your advisors. 
If you don't happen to have a financial advisor already, I happen to know a firm that's absolutely fantastic. It's actually the firm I started and currently run now, Ren Financial Planning. And we would love to get to know you better and see if we might be able to help. Feel free to reach out anytime to schedule an introductory meeting. You can find more info about us at www.renfinancial.com.